Hi, it's Andrea and Marianne, the Sister Tipsters. We're two moms, wives, and sisters juggling work, kids, and all the challenges life throws our way. We're here to encourage everyone to move their body for at least 10 minutes a day while learning tips for navigating life. Take the time to improve your health and grow your mind. Now let's get moving. Everybody is pretty aware that it takes a lot to run a household on a regular basis. That being said, many hands make light work. So we're here to encourage you to get your kids involved with household chores. And we aren't just talking teenagers, because in my opinion, at that point, it's probably a much harder task. So start as soon as they can walk, really. And if you want the older kids to do chores, start them early. I'm all about monkey see, monkey do. It works really well with the little kids. For example, if you're wiping something down like a countertop, hand them a cloth and watch how they imitate you. Trust me, they will. Vacuuming? Hand them a broom or a toy vacuum. Monkey see, monkey do. Take advantage of this. Absolutely. And you don't even have to call it a chore for little kids. Maybe the older kids, they get it. They know it's a chore. But the little kids, it's just about getting them involved. I'm all about, hey, let's be part of the team. It's all about this is what the team's doing. We're all in. That's always my motto. Yeah, you can even include them in picking the chore and getting them part of the team of picking it. Maybe even pay them or give them some sort of incentive to want to be part of chores. I like to just explain that this covers their room, board, and even some meals. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And you can make it fun. Maybe even like, you know, a chore chart that um, when you're getting started, it's a visual reminder of what the chores are and when they're getting done. Who doesn't like checking something off the list? Oh, true. We love it. And my house sometimes will even work for stickers, Um, stickers that we'll put on a picture or you could do it on a chart. I mean, I do my standard is... Let's just work for hugs and kisses. <laughs> that is, that is always your fallback, <laughs> hugs and kisses. Uh, but in all honesty, what I mostly do is I like to focus it on it as a means to get to the next thing. Like, okay, so for example, if we all want to go outside and shoot some baskets in the driveway, I tell them like, okay, that's great. Let's get this done first, and then we all can go do that. But enough of the chatting about this. Let's get down to some real life examples of chores Our that we get involved in. All right, so here's one that I just had today. Emptying bags. There's always bags coming in and out of the house, whether it's school sure. bags. Yeah, right? Maybe maybe we have too many bags. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're always emptying bags. School bags, lunch bags. Right now, we're in the summer mode, so we have pool and beach bags. Even groceries, that was my one today. Any of those bags and things that are coming into the house, maybe they're coats from school, getting them involved in emptying those. And that can be every kid who walks in with a bag and even ones who don't, they can help you empty your own bags. That's good. Let's move on to one of my favorite things to do, emptying the dishwasher. Now, I know what you guys are thinking, that this is a high-risk event. It certainly is. So it's one that I always say there's definitely a lot of parent involvement when they're young. Um, You've got to be there to maybe catch things. My record so far, I've just lost one bowl but um, you've got to be on top of them. But there's different ways to do it. Sometimes now I'll get to the point where I just say to the kids in the morning, okay, everybody's got to, and I'll pick a number. I'll look at what's in the dishwasher, how many things and say, okay, everyone's got to empty 10 things. Just go pick. Everyone go do their 10. And it's funny. You give that number incentive um, and that actually drives a lot of them to, oh, oh, I'm going to do my 10 and get it done. So I'll use that not just for the dishwasher, but for all kinds of things, you know, put away 10 of this and, you know, pick whatever number works for it. <laughs> I can attest to that. You always use the, use the numbers for everything with all the kids, yours or any other kids <laughs> that are around. And it actually honestly works. I think it gives them like 
a finite thing that they have to do. Otherwise, it's like, oh, I have to empty the dishwasher. It seems too big to them. Um, so that number thing actually works for all sorts of tasks and chores. It really does. But now let's move to discussing my least favorite task. I know Can this you guess one. It? I know this one. <laughs> Bath time. Um, yep. <laughs> that is actually a chore that we made in our house because we don't love it either. And just after so many years, we, I don't know, we had kids who were always good in the pool but hated the bath. And so they would scream and yell. And it, um, I think, became like a... a hated chore, a feared chore from the parents as well. Um, And actually, that was one that we offered up to our kids. And our oldest said, sure, I'll bathe the little one. And she can't, she knows she can't do it necessarily from start to finish completely on her own. She's she's getting pretty close and does a lot of it now. But at least she gets her, her clothes off, gets her in the shower, the water running, gets her wet. We come in and help. And she gets her out in the towel and we pick up from there. And so um, bathing siblings is a good and easy one. They're going to be in the bath anyway, in the bathroom, you know, around that area. It's easy for them to um, bathe. And now we're talking, I'm talking older, like my, it, mine's a toddler. So don't don't leave your older kids with like a little tiny <laughs> infant baby. This is a, a toddler who's standing in a shower. So I might say bathing, but it's a shower. And that's a good, easy one for a sibling to help with. So let's move on to another task that I don't mind as much. And I don't care how many people are in your household, everybody's doing laundry, unless you have some magical laundry service, which maybe gives me an idea. But anyway, I think laundry is something we all battle on a regular basis. And so I find this one, initially, I found it challenging to get the kids involved because there's a lot of rules with laundry and there's a lot of moving parts. So I started really simple um, with actually, I guess, the part of it that I don't really care for, the socks. So I would just take all of the socks and dump them somewhere and say, okay, everybody, match up socks. Again, you can use my number thing, you know, 10 pairs and then we're done or whatever it is, but just that's something that they can do. And I've had even like my littlest one um, when she can't, you know, roll the socks or whatever you want to do, she at least can hold up one and help somebody make a match or she could put the two together. So even just that little part of matching it. Um, and then some of my bigger ones, I can have them put their clothes away. So again, you have to consider the age and and how much like your child can handle that kind of organization task of following all those steps through. But I know you do your laundry a little bit differently. So you probably have some other ways you involve your kids. I do. And I don't know who told me this originally. So I should I should figure it out because I tell this to so many people and so many other parents. And I think I live by this rule of we have separate hampers for each kid. And it was a way of kind of separating and making them responsible for their own clothes. They had to make sure their clothes got in the hamper, their clothes got out of it. Um, I often take that hamper down, you know, run those clothes through the washer and dryer and the clothes get folded and back into that same hamper and sent back upstairs. And so it's a way to kind of separate it. Plus, honestly, it started because I couldn't tell half my kids clothes apart. So I didn't know whose were whose. <laughs> and it was an easy way to just be like, okay, I'm, I'm washing this kid's or I'm washing that kid's. Um, but now it's turned into, as my kids have gotten older, as another chore for them. And the rule in our house is, two, a two-part rule is, if you have clothes that are like a uniform or something you need often or you need for a certain day of the week, that that skips the hamper and goes right to the laundry room. And that's on them to get it into the laundry room. And I will come behind them when they're at school and just check and make sure I've got it as I'm getting ready for the night. But I tell them it's their responsibility to get down there. But all the clothes that go in their hamper, when that hamper gets full and they need those clothes washed, it's their responsibility to bring it downstairs. And the little ones who maybe can't carry it downstairs, I say to them, okay, you need to tell me 
when it gets full and I will help you carry it down, but it's on you to say, my clothes need to be washed. Um, it's a full basket. And so that's kind of turned into that separate hampers just because I couldn't tell their clothes apart has turned into another chore and an easy chore for the kids to do because they're looking at it twice a day as they throw clothes in there. So um, that's been a big one in our house. That's great. I think another easy chore, and again, depending on the kid's age, is garbage collection. And I think there's a number of ways you could do this. Again, in our house, it's not like, it's not necessarily, okay, this has got to be done every week. It's, oh, hey, you know, garbages are full or I'm going to take it out. You know, everybody go grab one from a different room or, or a sign, you know, okay, you're going to grab it from the bathroom, grab this. And then it's easy for me now to say to my oldest, okay, now you're going to take this bag and go ahead and put it in the garbage can outside. So I think that's another one where you can get them involved in any part of it to all the way through the whole thing. I know that's a good one. I like that for kind of giving the older one a different responsibility than the little ones, but all kind of working together. Um, so one we do in our house, which I feel like actually started with your kids, is watering plants. Um, and so, and often <laughs> yep. your kids are big into watering plants and I think they've gotten ours into, to, you know, we don't have pets or anything. Those are kind of our pets and things they have to keep alive and remembering to water it. And sometimes as they've gotten started, like they don't always remember to water it. But when we remember, then we say to the kids, okay, it's time to water the plants and they go around and water them. So that's a, an easy one for at any age. We go from the, again, just like the garbage, the little one gets like a little cup to the older ones get a bigger cup to water the different plants. Yeah, that's great. So another task that I actually think is a little bit more challenging for kids is changing the sheets on a bed. So this one I do break down of just, again, as much as I can get out of them just to get that involvement of it. Like, can you just take the sheets off your bed? Can you take a pillowcase off? Any part of it. For me, if I can get them to strip the bed, that's a lot easier than getting them to actually make the bed. But sometimes I can get them to you know, all right, go ahead and grab a new set of sheets or grab the new blanket you want on top and get them involved in making the bed with me. And I look I look forward to the future of my kids just making their own beds. <laughs> oh, that's a dreaded task. I hate making beds. Um, here's another one that, um, that we actually came up with this like a while ago too, because we talked about meal planning and prepping and um, you know, a plug for a prior episode. Um, we, we went in depth about meal planning, but that's something that kids can be involved in. I mean, we have children's knives that are like a little bit safer for them to use. I mean, they can wash the fruits, cut them, veggies, um, do all of that kind of prep work. And they can also go to the point of helping to pick the dinner. I mean, sometimes my kids are more excited about the meal if I've given them a few options and they get to pick it and start it from that point all the way to getting the whole meal done and cooked and ready to be eaten. And then there's always the part of setting the table. That's where I love to say, okay, you know, grab three plates, grab whatever. And even if they're just setting the part for their plates, which are hopefully in a spot where they can reach them in a drawer or a cabinet, um, also getting all the drinks that fill the cups with water. That's another way that I get my kids involved. I know even talking about that, that was one thing that, um, Again, another parent had told us that we have really just latched onto and have now seen various parents along the way do the same thing is we have like a kid's cabinet that's lower that um, is like one of the, the bottom cabinets and it's filled with their cups and plates and anything that they would need and use and maybe some plastic containers or their lunch containers, things like that. So it's easy for them to get out their own plate and set their table, um, get their own cup, that kind of thing. So it, it kind of flows 
and helps that. It also helps when they're emptying the dishwasher. They can take it out of the dishwasher and put it away. Um, but here's one. I started to mention it with the plants, and I'm going to come back to it because you didn't throw this one in, and you have pets, but we do not have pets in our house. <laughs> so this is one I hear all the time from people is an easy one to get your kids involved in your pets. And it depends on what type of pets. You know, you got fish, maybe it's changing the water. If you've got um, a cat, maybe it's, you know, changing their food out. Um, if it's a dog, maybe it's taking the dog for a walk. And it might depend on what type of pet you have and when the kids are around and what is age appropriate for your kids. Um, and it doesn't have to, this is the other thing I've heard from other parents, this doesn't have to be all or nothing. Sometimes they have, you know, maybe an older kid walks the dog in the morning before school and maybe a younger kid can walk it after school when it's light out or they're outside um, playing. They could play with the dog outside and get the dog some exercise. So it doesn't necessarily have to be all of it. And, um, you know, they can each kid can take a different part of it. But that's one that I always hear. And um, as a suggestion from parents for a good chore for their kids is the pets. Yeah, I think that is a good one. And I, I propose that you explain to your kids why we do these things. And so I love to tell them like, hey, you know, exactly like with the pets they're part of our family this is just being part of our family it means we take care of the things around the house we take care of each other so i like to set that expectation that this is something that comes with being part of the family and an expectation that we're all going to do it and we're all going to take our part in it yes or even as we mentioned earlier even physically doing it together like we said about you know setting the table or dinner or the garbage some of those things it gives the kids though a sense of their own responsibility their own confidence in being able to do things in their on their own and that independence um it really gives them the independence where you can say to them do this and they get it done and and they just become part of the ownership of the entire home and our whole life as a family sure and remember what i said like you know we need to do this so we can go and play or we need to do this so you can go and have the thing that you want and and so i like to remind my kids if all five of us are doing something then we're going to get out the door faster and we can get to whatever we want to do quicker, which is, that's the incentive there. Yes. And I like to also say it's okay to reassess and say a chore isn't working for a specific child or a specific time of day or the situation and go back and pick something new. Give your kids some options. Like we said, involve them in it and feel free to try something else. And you can tell them you're trying something else or you can just switch it up and say, we're, we're on to a new chore now, but um, it's okay to kind of reassess in the middle and, you know, maybe change it up a bit. Yeah. And just remember, this is something that we think you should start young, get them involved, think about making it part of your daily routine. And most of all, as with everything, make it fun. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining the Sister Tipsters podcast with your hosts, Andrea and Marianne. As always, if you like what you hear here, drop us a comment, like, or a positive review, or better yet, why don't you share this podcast with two friends? And if you have more tips, for getting your kids involved in chores, send those over to us at sistertipsters at gmail.com. But until then, you can join us for another episode of the Sister Tipsters next week.